Hello and welcome to Bill Stern's Sports Newsreel from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Bill Stern with the Colgate Shave Cream Sports Newsreel. Colgate Shave Cream, man, feels good, is on the air. Colgate Shave Cream, man, Bill Stern, with stories rare. Tell our big Bill's advice and you'll look so keen. You'll have a face that both smooth and clean. Colgate Shave Cream, man, Bill Stern. The 544th edition of the Colgate Shave Cream Sports Newsreel. Featuring America's most famous collector of yarns and stories. Some legends, some hearsay, but also interesting that we'd like to pass them along to you. And to do this, here's radio's number one sports reporter, Bill Stern. Good evening, our guest tonight is the famous movie star Jack Carson. But first, here is real one. Portrait of an amazing author. We were in England to broadcast the Olympic Games. And while we were in England... We went to Westminster Abbey. Westminster Abbey, the most famous cathedral in London. In Westminster Abbey, I saw where all the famous English authors lie buried. The greatest writers that the English language has ever known. Shakespeare, Thackeray, Dickens, Chaucer, Keats, Shelley, Milton, Tennyson, Browning, Kipling. Then, among these great English authors buried in Westminster Abbey, I came across another tomb. For I heard a woman say, There lies the tomb of John Broughton. I looked in there, sure enough, was a tomb marked John Broughton. John Broughton, buried with England's greatest authors in Westminster Abbey. Why should he be buried there? Therein lies one of the most amazing sports stories of all time. John Broughton was an Englishman who lived in the 18th century. He wasn't famous. And yet when he died in 1789, he touched off one of the most famous controversies in all of English literature. For at that time, voices were raised in protest from one end of England to the other. For you see, they proposed to bury John Broughton with England's greatest authors in Westminster Abbey. And many people thought that that was wrong. Finally, the argument reached such proportions that one day it was brought before the House of Lords. In the House of Lords, the Duke of Cumberland said, Lords. John Broughton's writings will be recognized, and they will last down through the years. He must be buried in Westminster Abbey. And then the voice of the opposition said, Lords, the Duke of Cumberland is wrong. I say John Broughton's writings will not live, and he must not be buried in Westminster Abbey. So no decision could be made, for the Houses of Parliament were equally divided. However, finally the matter was taken before the King, King George III, and it was King George himself who finally settled the matter by saying, I do hereby decree that John Broughton shall be buried together with England's great authors in Westminster Abbey. <laughs> And so John Broughton was buried in Westminster Abbey, alongside of England's greatest authors. Well, that's the story. 
story that reached its climax over 150 years ago. The story of John Broughton, English author whose writings created the most famous controversy in English literature and whose body was finally buried among the most famous English authors. Ah, but maybe you'd be interested in knowing why this man should create such a controversy. Well, John Broughton, who does lie buried in Westminster Abbey among England's greatest writers, is buried there despite the fact that he only wrote one thing. Yeah, he's buried in Westminster Abbey despite the fact that he only wrote one thing. And that one thing that he wrote was the first official set of rules governing the sport of boxing. man who's buried in Westminster Abbey, where only England's greatest authors are buried, merely because he wrote the rules of boxing. I'll be back in a moment with Colgate's guest star, movie star Jack Carson. First reel two. Men, why keep taking it on the chin when you shave? There's no need for scraping your face sore and tender. Even if your whiskers are tough as barbed wire, you can get a close, clean shave that's truly comfortable if you use Colgate Brushless Shaving Cream. We not only promise that, we guarantee it. Yes, sir. There is one buck cash, says Colgate Brushless, wins you in a flash. Try it, and you'll discover this. Because it's light and fine textured, Colgate Brushless completely surrounds, softens, and supports each bristle better than greasy, heavy creams. No matting down, no clogging. Your razor doesn't skid or skip when you use Colgate Brushless, but cuts through clean and smooth. See for yourself how that light, fine texture of Colgate Brushless solves tough beard and tender skin problems. Notice how easily your razor takes your whiskers the first time over. Feel how soft, smooth, and refreshed your face feels after the shave. Brother Colgate Brushless gives you the kind of a shave that you dreamed about. So try it on this swell proposition. If one week's use doesn't convince you that Colgate Brushless is the ideal shave, then you just mail that carton top from your larger giant-sized two-board jar back to me. Bill Stern, Kara Colgate, Jersey City, Zone 2, New Jersey. And you'll get your dollar pronto. Is that fair enough? Remember, there is one buck cash says Colgate Brushless wins you in a flash. Reel three. Colgate's camera close-up of Jack Carson. You all know Jack Carson is one of Hollywood's most famous stars, soon to be seen starring in his latest picture, Bright Leaf. Here he is in person, the famous motion picture star, Mr. Jack Carson. Thank you, Bill. As you know, I'm from Milwaukee, and I've certainly had some strange experiences closely tied up with sports in that city. One of my earliest experiences was watching a football player at Marquette in action. Today, he's a great star. His name is Pat O'Brien. And I can remember a teammate of Pat's. He, too, was a big star now. His name is Spencer Tracy. And I can think of another Milwaukee youngster who became famous first as a piano player, accompanying Mickey Cochran, the great baseball player in a vaudeville act. Today, this piano player is even more famous as the incomparable Hildegard. But there's one kid I'll never forget. A kid I used to run races against years ago in Milwaukee. That kid also grew up to be a big star, and his name is Dennis Morgan. But perhaps my most amazing experience happened when another movie star taught me how to lay brick. Now I could get a job as a bricklayer. It's strange, but the star who taught me how to lay bricks did it even though he has no hands. For he is the Academy Award winner, Harold Russell. Thank you so much. Good luck and good night, Mr. Jack Carson. Real four. Profile of Easter. This Sunday is Easter, Easter Sunday. And all over America you'll hear... 
In your Easter bonnet With all the frills upon it Everybody knows that beautiful song, Easter Parade. But do you know where it was first sung? It was first heard at a benefit in Madison Square Garden. Madison Square Garden the most famous sporting arena that's ever been built. Each week, Madison Square Garden holds the most famous fights in the country. Oh, it's easy to talk about Madison Square Garden, but what if Madison Square Garden could talk about itself? What a story it could tell. Fantastic, incredible, perhaps. But come with me tonight into the land of fantasy, into the land where buildings can talk. My name Madison Square Garden. I'm over a hundred years old. I've been rebuilt twice. I don't even stand on Madison Square anymore, but they still call me Madison Square Garden. I'll never forget when I was first built. I was built by a man named George Francis Train. George Francis Train was a multimillionaire, but shortly after he built me, he disappeared. Years later, I noticed an old man coming each day to sit on a park bench outside my doors. He'd just sit there and stare at me. He came every day for 22 years, and yet during those 22 years, he never came inside me. Never, never until the day that he died after he was dead. I found out why he'd sat on a park bench and stared at me. He hated me. I'd cost him $40 million because this man who sat on that park bench and stared at me every day for 22 years without once coming inside of me, that was the man who'd built me, George Francis Train. But I can tell you even stranger stories about myself. Stories of when they first called me Madison Square Garden. Then one night amid the thousands of people within my walls was a man named Stanford White. I knew Stanford White very well when suddenly in a room high up inside of me, Stanford White had been murdered. Strange, isn't it, that they should murder Stanford White within my walls? Because he was the man who'd drawn up my plans and designed me. And I remember a bricklayer who helped build me. Today, this former bricklayer is one of America's most famous writers. You know him as John Steinbeck. But wait a minute. An even stranger story that concerns me, Madison Square Garden took place before I was born. Many years ago, according to legend, a fistfight took place between two men in New York City. One of those men was America's notorious traitor, Benedict Arnold. His opponent, his opponent later became the President of the United States, for his name was James Madison. And because he was who he was, they named that spot Madison Square, and that's where I got my name. Strange, isn't it, that I, whom famous for fistfights, should have gotten my name from a president of the United States who engaged in a fistfight on the spot where I was later to be built. But the strangest story of all is a story that happened inside my walls after I was built. The story of a man who sat watching a basketball game played on my court. That basketball 
team that was playing that night was the original Celtics, the most famous basketball team of all time. And as that man sat watching that basketball team in action, he looked down at his program to see the names of the players on that team. And he saw names like Nat Hickey, a Czechoslovakian, Dave Banks, a Jew, Joe Lapchick, a Polak, Dutch Dannard, a German, Pete Berry, an Irishman. As that man watched that basketball team play, that basketball team made up of an Irishman, a Polak, a Czech, a German, and a Jew, that man said to himself, Where but in America could you get a team of boys from five different nations to play together? Only in America could that happen. God bless it. The man who said that that night in Madison Square Garden was Irving Berlin. And that's where Irving Berlin got the inspiration for one of his greatest songs. And so a basketball game in Madison Square Garden inspired Irving Berlin, America's greatest composer, to write America's most patriotic song, God Bless America. Arthur Gary. Listen to this swell proposition, men. There's one buck cash says Colgate Brushless wins you in a flash. Ever hear a fairer way to discover the smooth, close, comfortable shaves you've always wanted? That Colgate Brushless is really an ideal shave, and here's why. Because it's light and fine textured, Colgate Brushless completely surrounds, softens, and supports each bristle better than greasy, heavy creams. There's no matting down, there's no clogging. Your razor doesn't skid or skip when you use Colgate Brushless. Instead, it cuts through clean and smooth. That light, fine texture of Colgate Brushless shaving cream makes a whale of a difference. Helps prevent razor scrape. Let's you shave clean, close, smooth, and leaves your face feeling great. Tomorrow, get a larger giant-sized two-board jar of Colgate Brushless Shaving Cream. Use it a week, and if you're not satisfied that it's the shave of shaves, just send me back that carton top, and Colgate will send you $1. Address Bill Stern, Kara Colgate, Jersey City, Zone 2, New Jersey. How's about it? There's one buck cash says Colgate Brushless wins you in a flash. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the 3 mark for tonight. Uh Next Friday night, we'll be back same time, same stations, when our guest will be the famous comedian, Eddie Cantor. See you then. Until then, I'll be seeing you on the screen in the News of the Day newsreels to favorite roles and associated theaters. Now, until next Friday night, at the very same time, when our guest will be Eddie Cantor, this is Bill Stern wishing you all a good, good night. Colgate Shave Cream Mandelstern is on the air. Colgate Shave Cream Mandelstern with stories there. So now take Bill's advice and you'll look so keen. You'll have a face both smooth and clean. Colgate Shave Cream Mandelstern. Dimension X, tomorrow night on NBC.